Welcome to Belly Up to the Blackboard, a podcast focused on the reality of teaching and other musings from and about professionals, hosted by Chris Munn and Justin Russell. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, Justin is on a travel day, so he will not be joining us, but I do have Craig Wiedercris with me. Welcome back. Well, thank you. It's good to be back. Glad you're here. Glad you could make it. So last time we were in, what, the garage recording this and... Yes, and I was going to file a lawsuit of uh, elderly abuse because I was freezing. Yeah, we had to put a uh, little buddy heater in there, and we moved it inside for the winter at least. Um, but yeah, welcome back. Um, we're gonna we're gonna start it like every day. All right, so we are not really popping bottles or anything right now because it's Sunday morning, so. We are drinking coffee. Well, I'm drinking coffee and a Propel, and weed is going straight bottled water. So, yeah, nothing fancy here today. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, what, early November, actually middle of November kind of now. Yeah, 12 weeks into school year. Yeah, so this is kind of where that um, that honeymoon phase starts to wear off. And uh, So today we're going to talk about morale and... Um, you know how to maybe how to boost morale. We'll talk about you know what happens with staff morale um, in the building, and this is the kind of this is a good time right now because at this time is when people start to just like I said, the honeymoon phase is over, and um, they're counting down the days till Thanksgiving break. Yeah, metal hits the meat. Yep, and uh, it's not just the honeymoon phase for for staff and everything, but also for students. So you got the new students and you got the fre- or the freshmen and they just they start to get to the point where they feel comfortable and um, they're done feeling things out. So then I think you see some spikes of behavior possibly um, in the school. Yeah, I, I agree. I think uh, in 12 weeks you 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 get to know your your uh, uh, true classroom dynamics. As it were, as you say. Yeah, and, and not just the honeymoon phase, too, is that you've got the kids that, um, and I, I'm assuming this is in all schools, too, is that you have the kids that they start seeing Thanksgiving break come in, and they're getting ready to go home, and that's not the place that they want to be. It's not the, the safest place for them. School is that norm, that, that place where they feel safe, and there's, there's adults around that they can trust. Um, so Especially you, in our demographics that we have at, at our school. Yeah, yeah. The lower socioeconomic where, you know, you're at school and you get, you're guaranteed a meal. You know, you've got heat. I mean, heck, I know a long time ago there's one kid and you had, you worked with this kid too. This was in a, the beginning of our careers that um, dirt floors. Oh, yeah. And they, yeah, they slept was... in the, the living room around just one space heater. Yeah. Barbarians. Yeah. I mean, he got electrocuted, yeah, stealing was, power from another house. Yeah, it was not it was not a good thing. So those are the, I mean, you see those behavior spike with those kids because they're start, that normalcy of school and that safety of school is they know that they're going to have to, quote, unquote, survive on their own for four days. So, yeah, yeah. You know, so morale gets low. And, you know, how do we, how do we boost that morale? In a school, what are some things that, I mean, you have the, <laughs> I was joked with somebody the other day is that, you know, 
you don't get the raise, you don't get the time off, but hey, we're going to throw you a pizza party <laughs> to, to, boot, to boost staff morale. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I We're in a unique situation, too, this year. You know, we have a new administration, and, and uh, those dynamics play out, and there's really two camps from the initial get-go and one of those camps is uh it's not going to be better it's worse and then you have another one that says hey this is great um you know i i feel refreshed and and energized you know and then there's little components of initiatives within the school that kind of drive the morale either up or down and uh it's been interesting this year to see ours. Yeah, and and I, you know, you could say it's. I would call it optimist and pessimist. Just I don't think you can call it re- anybody's like realist because <clears throat> we're not quite into enough to like you recognize. And maybe somebody does. I don't know. You recognize the same traits from you know previous administration to the. Um, but I think from the get go, there were there were some people that it was so rough last year for them that either complete optimist hey there's a change i think it's gonna be great give them a chance let's see what happens and then there's some that maybe had it so bad last year and we're ready to go last year that they're like it's gonna be the same thing that you know you usually in that summer you start to kind of recharge your batteries and some of that optimism comes back and um you know if if you don't have a great summer or you don't have something going on you're still stuck in that rut from last year and i know i was for quite a bit of the summer and then after meeting and, you know, I thought it was going to be a, um, you know, the same stuff. I was going to have a negative attitude because I, I did at the end of last year. Um, but, you know, after meeting the new administration and I'm like, you know what? I like it so far. It, it could be the honeymoon phase because I know I use that word a couple times and let, let's just see how it goes. I mean, give them a blank slate to, you know, it's like when you t- have kids and everybody starts with an A and you're either going to keep that a or it's going to drop down with with what you're doing so i figured you know what hey give them the benefit of the doubt and you know make them not earn it but you know if things start to go sideways or whatever then all of a sudden you can say okay now i get it now I'm, you know you got that negative attitude yeah so you know you've got to have some optimism because you got to also understand leadership is going to change uh, you know, and when I, what I mean by that is, uh, they're going to do it their way. And that might, you know, a lot of leadership isn't so much about doing it the right way or the wrong way. I mean, there's obvious things, but you know, sometimes they're just going to do things differently. They're going to interact differently. And when they do that, it's just a different uh, it's not wrong. It's not right. It's just their way. And when they do it that way, uh, you got, like you said, you got to give them the benefit of the doubt and you got to move forward with it. So um, I, th- I think I was the same way. I just, you know, try to do my job. And, and as I have interactions with the new administration, uh, it's like with teachers, you know, some teachers you get along great, you know, they're going to help you out. I had a teacher on Friday, just, Hey, look at this. This is what we can do. Da, 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 da. And I, I went away from that as, uh, boy, what a, what a, and it's a young teacher. And I, and they're just went over the top to help me out. It was great. It was great, you know. And, and, and I mean, it, 
it pays nothing to be optimistic. Absolutely right? not. Yeah. I mean, you're there, you've got your contract. So, I mean, why not try to, and maybe this is sunshine and rainbows, but why not, you know, hope for the best and, you know, give them the benefit of the doubt and see what happens. I mean, if it's going to be bad, you'll find that out. But, you know, don't sink your own ship just because, you know, you, f- you feel like it's it's going to be bad. It has to be bad because that's how it's how it's been. <clears throat> and and others had, you know, good positive in- interactions last year too. But for me anyways, it looked like everywhere you looked, people just were run down. It was a rough end of the year. And Coming off COVID, it had some... We had some real, uh, I, I didn't experience it myself, but there were just some people that had just had enough of everything. I mean, they had enough at home, they had enough at school, they had enough with society. Uh, you know, we're kind of living in a time that um, just the general society's morale, uh, we're struggling to get back to a more optimistic look. You know, in politics, I mean, it's, uh, things are, I've always said the world is a pendulum and it's always going to swing back. And I think it's starting to swing back now. So, um, I think we're, you're seeing a few more smiles, a few more, uh, uh, optimistic people out there willing to, you know, uh, look at the glasses being half full rather than half empty. And then that just makes your day go better. Yeah. And, and I, you know, do you think it's the people that, um, you know, we bring back COVID. When COVID hit, they were the most pessimistic about that. Whereas, like, you know, they were double masking, masking outside while they're, you know. And, and maybe that's just the, that mindset during that time just maybe scared people so much or, um, you know, they, they thought – Everybody was going to die. It was going to be the winter of death. <clears throat> and then they're just that pessimist, pessimism, pessimistic attitude, I guess. Um, it's, it's hard to get out of that. And, and maybe that's some of that, that carryover. Yeah. I mean, um, I don't know. There's something about everybody, um, about society, the way they looked at um, some of the directions that, we took as a country, you know, we start closing down things and we started masking and we started requiring this, requiring that. And I think you see that uniquely as um, you get concerned as a citizen because we have freedoms here. We have real freedoms in this country, more so than anywhere else in the world. We're not told what to do. I mean, from the standpoint of, you know, you have a lot of latitude. You you know, you've got the First Amendment. You've got... Um, the Bill of Rights, and boy, that can really, really affect a person who feels like those are being infringed on. And it's real, it's genuine, but common sense. You know, it's just like Dr. Fauci, they just went nuts over him. You know, I mean, they, you either really liked him or you thought he was a demon, for, for heaven's sakes. And it's, it was crazy why people were so obsessed in a, in a positive way and in, and in the negative way with him. I mean, it was just, I mean, it polarized this country. He'd say something and, and oh my gosh, the social media that would blow up for and against is, was incredible. How bad is it when you've got to have security 
because you're the the head, head of, the, of the, yeah, you know, the CDC or or you know whatever health department. Yeah, the health department. Yeah, the health department. I mean, for heaven's sakes, you know, let's get a grip, people. So you're right, and, and I think that divide continued to increase, and I think we saw it in schools too, and and you know, with education being more of a um, uh, like a, a liberal or left leaning um, career choice. Usually, I mean, I would say the majority, and I don't think I'm wrong here. The majority of of educators are more more left leaning. Oh, um, yeah, you know, absolutely. So it's you know, there were times I I felt not that like I felt threatened or anything like that, but like if you and and I'm more conservative, and you know, and and you know that, and um, and not that I espouse those things in school at all because, you know, I feel that if to be a great teacher, one of the things is that a kid should not know your political beliefs. Right. Right. Absolutely. And, and I think that's getting kind of put to the wayside now, but um, yeah, I think you can kind of see some of that where you feel there's that, that judgment on one side or the other. And with it being a, uh, a majority of, you know, left leaning for educators is that you almost like, I'm a conservative, but how am I, am I going to get judged, you know, and and not to get too far off and into the political thing, but, um, and I think that goes with part of morale too at school and and how important is, is morale for teachers to have a successful uh, school? Well, I, I think it's, it's everything. And I think it's one of the things that any administration has to take seriously. It has to be a conscious, um, plan in their mind moving forward how they're going to deal with their staff and I think the first thing that you've got to be able to do is you've got to give people a voice you know one of the things I dislike the most about education is that there's an attitude of I confess it's your fault it's not the accountability Um, if you have a problem Go to the administration, express your your uh, uh, concern or your problem, and try to work with them to alleviate that. And you know, the, one of the things I hate is when a teacher goes, "Well, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to, uh, you know, have them use that against me." And I'm like, "Well." I understand that. But, I, I understand that. But is that a is that a thought process that has been built from previous experiences? Because I could see that, and I've you know I've done this myself too. It's like, you know, you've got an issue, but it's like you know what, it's it's not worth bringing to the administration because nothing's going to be done about it. You and I and I and that's with like my biggest thing with that is with you know specific kids' behavior in the in the hallways. You know, you crack down on them, you write them up, you put it in, in referrals. But when you know the administration has seen that or they've talked to the kid and um, they just, it just feels like nothing is being done. And part of that is a transparency too. And I know, and this was a big thing last year was that teachers were like, what's being done about this? I had this kid, he should have, for whatever reason, whatever they did, you know, I think he probably should have been suspended based on what it was. Mm-hmm. You don't see anything happening. You you hear nothing from, um, you know, feedback from the administration, and they don't tell you. We looked into it. We had to do it. You know, they, and and there's certain things they can't tell you. And I understand that, 
but to never follow up. And I think that was a big thing with a lot of teachers last year was that there's no follow up or transparency on what was happening. Yeah. So then that trust goes out the way. And then again, there's the morale of getting, you know, trying to do the right thing. And it just feels like it's not rewarded, but it's, um, it's never followed through. And, And then there's just like, you know, what's the point of, writing this kid up or taking a phone away. Or- yeah. And, and I'll go on the other side of that just a little bit. You know, a new administration comes in and they say, okay, we, one of the things that everyone had had meetings with the administration said uh, is the number of kids that are in the hallway and what, what's being done about attendance, what's being done about tardies, what's being done about um, behavior. Well, one of the things that they said, Hey, when you write a major office referral, we want you to contact the parent immediately. Well, one of the things that I'm seeing is people aren't writing up majors anymore because they don't want to. They don't want to confront the parent. Yeah. They don't want to call the parent. They don't want to email. You know, I, you know, you got to try to make the system work. I mean, what are you scared of? Yeah. I mean, it. 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 it those are difficult conversations. Behavior is a difficult conversation, and I get it. The regular classroom teacher doesn't want to have to, you know, sit in their office or their classroom after school and make five calls because they considered something major. Well, if we're going to get this generation to understand that um, we're going to give them 21st century skills, they're going to get called on the carpet. Yeah, they're gonna have they're gonna be held accountable, and being held accountable, uh, that's the first step. I think it's our our responsibility as a teacher. And I'll tell you what, I don't like those conversations. They're 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 they're, they're uncomfortable. Hard. Yeah, they, they are. They're hard, and, and and I'm getting better at them. I'm and I've been in this business 17 years, and I'm I'm not what you consider a a, a rainbow and unicorn kind of guy. <laughs> um. I hate crushing souls and I hate not working with people. I mean, those are things that, uh, thank uh, you. Yeah. Thank you. My daughter just brought us some pumpkin bread. This is, this is, we'll try not, we'll try not to eat it on, on air. Yeah. But, uh, it's one of those things where, where you've, you've got to give them a chance. And one of the things we started a couple of initiatives and some people are saying, this is so much work. Yeah. Hey, let's make this, let's try to make this thing work and then let's evaluate it. Let's get, you know, everything we do in a school, everything you do in an organization doesn't happen overnight. It's incremental. It takes time. Yeah. And it takes the full staff's cooperation. It can't be just five people. It can't be just 10 people. It's got to be all of them. Well, and I think with anything new, there's a lot of front loading. Once you get that in place, it's a lot easier as you go. And, and and so I think that's like, man, you know, and it, it's just like setting expectations in your classroom. You have to do everything at the beginning of the year, and then it, it may be not smooth sailing, but it's going to be a lot easier once you set those expectations. Oh, no and, question. And, and I don't know, and devil's advocate again is that with the people that came back, and, and we've got new teachers, but and some are just like this, you know, this really shouldn't be my job of calling home, but you – I could see some of the, the older teachers that have been with us for a while of, okay, I call home, a parent gets on my ass. Is the administration going to back me up? Oh, yeah, you absolutely. Know, and, I, get the, I get the, you know, is this just me getting Am hit? I on my own? Yeah, yeah, am I getting hit in the face yeah. for for nothing? Yeah, open the doors of the castle, let me walk out and see yeah. what happens and shut the doors behind me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's... Go get them, Ray. Exactly. So, and, I mean, most of the time... 
if you have a kid with behavior, parents have heard it before. Probably. Oh, absolutely. So they're either going to yeah. be tired of the school talking to him or they're like, yeah, and he's, I'm sorry. And you don't know until you call the parent. You know, you made a g- really good point. The administration gets to know the recurring offenders of behavior and they get it. I mean, I'm on the other side of those meetings. I'm at SAT. I'm at a student assistance, you know, yeah. uh, team and, and, oh boy, here we go. This student, such and such. Yeah. Yeah. He's back at it. Now, now it's. You know, it's class B that he's, uh, you know, demonstrating him his behavior. You know, it was class A before. Now it's class B. It's going to go on to C. You know, what are we going to do? What are what are our interventions? And remember, one of the reasons for the office referrals is to have a record of what we're talking about. Because yeah. you've got to admit, in the age of transparency... You've got to have a list of things that have been documented. Yeah, I was just going to say that you have to go through the steps. As much as you want to be like, this kid did this, get him out. You know, um, he should be out of the school right away. You know, just just kick him out. You can't. You have to you go. Can't. It, it, you can't. You wouldn't want your kids getting kicked out like that. No, no. Unless it was completely agreed. Like, it, it'd have to be obviously extreme, right? But you yeah. can't. It's the little things that have to build. and And that's tough. Again, with that transparency, sometimes is you don't know what's going on. You have the kid in your class, something happens, you don't know why he's not in trouble, or it seems like he's not in trouble, or there's no consequence. It's yeah, there's no consequence, or it doesn't look like there's one. Yeah. You know, well, I talked to him. Well, you know, he told me to fuck yeah. off. So I mean, <laughs> maybe not talking to him. Maybe there should be something. And and you don't get yeah. the follow up a lot of times. You didn't. You yeah. know, and and I think it's it's better, but uh, you know when. You, that that morale piece of it, that's what that's what takes the toll, and right. it could even be that first one, especially for teachers that have been here before. Is like you have that first interaction with administration, and it feels like it's the same old. Then that morale automatically takes a big dip. You know, one of the things uh, you know our principal has done um, when he sends out a uh, an email, uh, which is always good communication, starts it off with a very positive note, which which I appreciate. I really do. I mean, it's. It's easy. It's it doesn't take anything. You're not. It's not disingenuous. It's it's sincere. Um, he has a, a deal where you can schedule a meeting with him. Right on every. I mean every email. Yeah. Hey, you want to set up a skit? And he's there. Yeah. I I have heard no one who has scheduled a meeting with our principal who hasn't gotten the meeting. And and if he's going to miss the meeting, he he's. Uh, willing to reach out and say, hey, I can't meet. <laughs> Something yeah. came up. I can't do it. Well, and, and I feel like he's, he's very open to um, your opinion. Now, that's been another thing in the past before is like, and this is why a lot of times I'm not on, I don't like to be on hiring committees because it feels like you give your opinion, you like, and as a group sometimes, and all of a sudden <laughs> they hire they hire somebody like, what the hell? Yeah. That is not the person we thought. So then again, it feels like I'm asking your opinion I'm not going to use it, but I'm just going to, you know, appease you right now. But and right and it feels like right now, it's different. It feels like mm-hmm. he's asking I would your, agree. before making decisions, asking your opinion as the quote unquote, you know, um, professional in the classroom of what you're actually, what your thoughts are. Yeah, you know, there's been a couple of times where you you offer a suggestion and you say, hey, this is a plan, and they take it. Yeah, know? and you think, yeah. Super. 
Okay, I get it done, do it, everything's going fine. Next time, they don't take it. Well, am I going to sit around here and be butthurt because they didn't take what I suggested? Yeah. You know, does it, does it um, make you ruffle your shoulders? Fortunately for me, I'm not going to get ruffled yeah. over that. If that's how you want to do it, fine. And I, I think it's taken 12 weeks for the administration just dealing with me to understand that I'm not really being um, disingenuous when I say, hey, whatever you want to do, I'm good to go. Yeah. You know, and- I, they walk in, they apologize. Oh, you know, I got to put this kid in, in your room today because we got too many in the I Fine. No worries. I'm not sweating it. Well, I'm sorry. You know. You don't have to apologize to me. That's my job. I'm good to go. And, and like you said. And I think they know I'm, I'm real with yeah. it. And it's not like every, like you were saying that, yeah, they, they may take your idea and run with it the first time. And then the second time they, they don't. And and that's one where you're not, not every idea we have is great. I've had a lot of dumb ideas, right? <laughs> we that, all have had dumb that's ideas. A, that's yeah. a different, you know, and yeah. that's a different thing. It's, and I, it's, like I said, for that hiring piece of it and whatever may be behind it or whatever it may and, you know, you've probably heard multiple teachers like, did you want this? And and not that we've had terrible hires, but it's like, that's not who we vote, you know, who we thought was the best. And then you start asking around. And, and like I said, there may be <clears throat> other things behind it and yeah. maybe something we don't see. And But it when it happens multiple times, it just is almost like. Oh, it, that, that can be a, a real uh, momentum killer. Yeah. And who's going to have. You know, I'm certainly not going to fall on the spike for who the administration hires to do a job. I'm, you know, I'll be honest with you. If they would ask me, I'd tell them. I, I'm going to rate the guys one through three, one through four, one through five, whatever it may be. And if they hire five, and and I think one is the better job, hey, I trust you. The, you're the one in the big chair. You made the hire. That's their responsibility. You're not going to come back on me and say, hey, listen. You know why? Why did why did you put? Well, hey, I had him at five. You had you you hired him. Yeah, I told you my opinion. I'm done with it. Yeah, you know, and I'll work with anybody. That's and all I, I can do. And like yeah. you said, they're the ones that are responsible for it. And and I get that. I completely understand that. It's it's again that what it what it seems like right on the surface of it, yeah. and that that is can take a hit to you know to to morale and the for teachers. It's like you ask us to do these things. We give you these opinions. It doesn't, you know, time and time again, our opinion feels like it doesn't matter, right? Right. And, and that can take a huge hit to, to building morale. And um, I know we talk about, like, you know, kids' first school. You know, kids are the most important thing in the schools. And I and I agree with that. The problem is, is that if you have teachers that feel like they're not worth much, the morale is, is really low. It, it affects, oh, it affects I, yeah, the students, yeah. you know? I mean, you know, it's, it's like... Uh, um, any organization, you, you you know, one of the things I appreciate, even if it's just off the cuff, hey, thanks a lot. You know, I appreciate you. Yeah. You know, appreciate you doing that for us. Hey, thanks for willing to help. Just those little things. I mean, and it, it takes a while. It takes a while. And everybody's got to command uh, or, or manage in their personality. You can't be... Uh, Lou Holtz as a football coach. Lou Holtz is Lou Holtz. He's got a coach like Lou Holtz. You got a coach like Chris Munn. Yeah. And that's one of the greatest things that people look at. You're not Abraham Lincoln. I'm not Thomas Jefferson. You know, I'm 
you got to understand yourself and, and you've got to do the best you can. And like you say, you got to give people a chance. If you want to be cynical, be cynical. I think it's counterproductive, but also recognize, and I think we've made this comment uh, or, or, or kind of define this a little bit. Everything that we do in a school is incremental. It doesn't happen overnight. It's like the hallways at our school. They're better now than they were at the end of last year. And there's a lot of reasons for that, not just because uh, a new administration came in. There's more emphasis to it. More people are sweeping the hallways, doing a better job, extending themselves, making sure that they sweep the hallways. I, and I kind of enjoy sweeping the hallways because you, you start to see the repeat offenders. It's like the passes. Yeah. Now we know kids are at least even if they, even if they're making their own pass, they've got a pass in the hallway. <laughs> at least putting in the work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they're going to get around the system, and now we're going to go to the next phase. We're going to have a standard pass. It's going to have a standard color. It's going to, you know, it's going to have to go back to the teacher. And you know, everything like you said, it's going to get better and better. And it, you know, it's going to take time. But you got to put the work in, and yeah, that's yeah. And that's we all have to right do now. it. Yeah. We all have to do it. Yeah, exactly. So, excuse me. Um, yeah, so it is It is that thing, like, it's the front loading. It has to get done now, you know, for a smoother rest of the year. And and that's, at this point right now, it's it's tough because it's getting close to Thanksgiving. You know, it's been a long, a long time without a break, you know, and then and it's going to start picking up with, you know, you go to Thanksgiving, then you go to Christmas. But I think right now if you're, you're kind of feeling that low, that morale, you need to get with other teachers and um, whether, you know, after school, go grab something to drink, go grab a bite to eat. You know, we just had the, the musical last week, um, Thursday, and Friday, get some, you know, that like to go to see that stuff, you know, go and do that, see the kids. Cause sometimes, and, and you might see this in your room and sometimes I see this in my room, not so much anymore that I'm not in a BD room is, working with those same kids every day that have those behaviors and you don't really appreciate the really good kids in your school. Oh yeah, absolutely. So go into those, you know, sporting events. 95% of the kids in the building are doing what we asked to do. And every yeah. once in a while, maybe they're not right on the line. They're just a little bit over it. But I mean, come on. Yeah. It's and, Friday. And it's ever get Friday afternoon. Yeah. Are you, are you going to, are you going to burn that relationship? Are you just going to, you know, uh, I always like to say, put a turd in your pocket over that one little deal. Yeah, you got, And it's hard. And I think, you, you know, you make a good point about morale. Morale is about relationships, you know, and, and, oh, 100%. and you've got to find those, those relationships that support you. I think, we, I, I think at our school, we work with so many great people. I mean, yeah. really unselfish, hardworking, uh, Great teachers. Yeah. I mean, I sit there and cluster, and I'm just amazed at the the uh, uh, ideas that come up for trying to figure out. You know, hey, will this engage a kid? Will this? Will we do this? Will we do that? And I, I you know, I, I have a little bit of of uh, you know amazement from the standpoint. I don't know if I could go through and defend my the things that I'm doing because I think they're so good. Yeah, you know, to a, a to somebody, you know, and say, well, you know, you could do this. You could, you know, why are you explaining yourself so much about teaching? Yeah. You know, I mean, 
I work with some people that uh, present a, a, a project or a, or a lecture or a, a you know a, a section of their uh, uh, curriculum, and the first thing they do is they go, "What worked well? You know, what worked well? What didn't work well? Well, this worked well last year, but it didn't work well. Why didn't it work well?" And they don't just throw it out. They just okay. They come to a conclusion. Hey, it's the kid. You know, it's it. It was just happened to be. You know, this the group class. of kids that you yeah, were with. Yeah, you know, it just didn't get rolled out as well. Uh, you know, I didn't put the movie in it uh, this time. I didn't model it as well as yeah. I did the the year before. And I can see now. Hey, you know what? You got to model that a little better for them. And if I do that, it's going to be okay. And I I just think they do a tremendous job. And uh, all the little things. You know, one of the things I like to do, and I'm fortunate in my position is if I can help somebody else out, you know, get a kid into another class just so the dynamic is better because I know firsthand what that's like. Yeah. I mean, in my advisory during map testing, I had four guys that were just, they could, they were toxic. Yeah. You know, and the, and think if I had them for 12 weeks every day, 45 minutes in a semi-unstructured Ninety minutes with block. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, that's even worse. Is what I'm trying to say, though. But we're just talking about advisory. Oh, I'm sitting here going, "There's no way. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose my iPers because I'm gonna pull the trigger (laughs) on them." Well, and as much as we talk about administration, you know how sometimes we get frustrated with administration and that that affects morale. I mean, like you said, it's that chemistry that or the group of kids you have in that classroom that can really, really cause that low you know you struggle for a day and um if something doesn't go quite right or like it it went great for my first hour class but now i've got these certain kids in here they're not going to allow it to go well because they could care less either way what happens they're just here for the free wi-fi and the hot food yeah right and it's that i mean it is draining and you're there like i said because we do block scheduling you're there 90 minutes every day with that same group and some kids and this is, a, like we said, 95% are good. But some of those kids, they see a teacher struggle, and they just feed on it. Blood oh, in the water. Oh, You yeah, know, and yeah. that's that's how they get their, you know. And there's a pack mentality sometimes. Oh, yeah. You yeah. Know, it, one kid can pull three others in on him. And yeah. just, it can make it a hard day for people. Yep. And those kids, some of those kids by themselves, are, you know, they're fine. But they either want to, either that. You know, that's uh, that peer pressure. They want to be part of the cool group or, you know, if if I don't bully somebody else, I'm going to get bullied type of deal. And, and it's, yeah, and that and that can get bad. And, and it's, there's been a couple of times that with this year with a couple of teachers that it's been, it's been real tough, oh, you know. Yeah. And that, like you said, is changing those, changing those classes, getting those kids out of there. And But if you don't do that, if you don't ask for the help, I, I have three examples in the first 12 weeks where we took students, either moved them to a different time slot yep. or said, we're going to do this again next semester. Yeah, try again. Yeah, we're going to try again. Yeah. Every one of those teachers have said, oh, my God, thank God. Oh, my God, thank God. Yeah. It is so much better. And you, and, but you have and, to and ask for the help, though. Yeah, you got to ask for that. You got to ask for the help. You got to swallow your pride and say, "I can't change. I can't change this dynamic with that with this person in the room." Yeah, and, and you know, every every episode we 
going to give advice to young teachers, and I think that's one of the things is if you're struggling in the classroom and it's because of a dynamic of students, you need to either reach out to like a mentor teacher, your administration, who, whoever you feel comfortable with. How, how many times in the last two years have you heard from either the, the district office, the administration, uh, through emails of, you know, just all of it about worrying about your own mental health as a teacher. I've never, I mean, it's, it's like a weekly thing. We get this it is. email, Hey, we've got counseling for you. I'm like, Holy cow. I mean, it's, and it's, you wonder how many people take up. You yeah. Know, and take, good for them. Yeah. Good absolutely. For, I mean, good for them. I, you know, the, you, everyone goes, Oh, there's such a stigma to mental health. I don't know that I ever thought there was a stigma to mental health, but I, I think the, the stigma is, is that it's failure. You feel like a failure when you can't control, when you can't do the basic thing a teacher needs to do, and that is have some structure and classroom management in their classroom. And it's a failure. And it's, failure's hard. You know, you yeah. learn from failure. I get all that. And we teach, hey, failure's a good thing, you know, in t- education. But when you're administrating something and you have failure, it's not, it, it's a bitter pill to swallow. It, yeah, 100%. Because it, especially if you're in front of a class of 30 kids and you, something goes wrong, you, I mean, you don't fi- like failing anyways, but a lot of them don't forget it. You know, oh, and then yeah. all of a sudden, this person who's supposed to be the content expert made a mistake. How much do they really know or how much do I trust? It's And, and that's on top of the, well, man, I had what you put on yourself. You're like, man, I had a, that was a crappy lesson. You know? Oh, Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah it, it's tough. So, yeah, if they're for for new teachers out there, you definitely need to make sure that with that morale piece, if you're if you're in a class and your class sucked this time, maybe it was a lesson, maybe it was a kids, if it's the lesson, talk to somebody, say, hey, what can I do better? You know, that's what that's what mentors are there for. And even if you're not, you don't have a mentor, your mentor is not the one you talk to the most. Ask a teacher that's down the hall that you hang out with, you talk with every day, or um, if you have an issue with a student, you know, and you're like, this class cannot run with this kid. Can we put them in a different section? Yeah. You need to make sure you stress that to, you know, if you're new and you feel uncomfortable asking the administration because you don't want it to look bad. I don't, you, I don't know that the administration <laughs> has ever denied somebody that. If it can be done, oh. I, I, don't, I don't know if, I, I don't know in our previous or the current one that would say no. No, and I don't think so, but I think it's the, I think some teachers could be like, if I come to them and say, hey, this isn't working with this kid, they might feel on themselves that the administration's going to see me as not a good teacher because I can't handle Absolutely. students. Yeah, I could see so that. it's more of like self-inflicted or, or you know, that, that negative thinking, that self, self-talk. self um, But, yeah, it's, it's not the administration, 100%, because they won't, if they can, they will, for the most part, right? Absolutely. I've had an issue before where they didn't, but um, we won't get into that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's even if you're like, I don't want to talk to the administration, talk to somebody in your your content area, somebody you just talk to in the class, say, hey, what should I do? This kid is, you know, blowing up my room every day, and it's just we're not getting through what we need to. Kids are starting to pull into it. Kids are starting to not pay attention because the class is a, a zoo. You, you, but you have to let people know. Absolutely. Because if you don't, you're just going to start spiraling down. And then that morale we've been talking about all episode, it's, it's going to get bad. You know, you're going to have that negative self-talk and, 
and you're just going to feel like, you know, I'm, I can't teach. And, and that's not the case. It could just be one or two things that need fixed. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, one of the things like uh, another little thing that helps morale. And I've done this and you've done this. You have a kid in your room and you're going to be evaluated. You're going to be observed. Well, this kid is an issue every day and you deal with him every single day. And you've got to really, you know, you, you're, you're geared up for an observation. I don't care what anybody says. Nobody just walks in and says, oh, I'm gonna, it's going to be my, my, Every single day. Yeah. This is how I am every single day. You are, but... Well, little, dog, like, little dog and pony show. A little bit. A little and bit. You're on your A game, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, you made sure you got to bed early. You made sure you had your breakfast. You know, you're ready to go. Everything is lined out. You've got your uh, eyes dotted and your T's crossed, and you're ready to go. Yeah. And you're kind of pumped up for it. And you got that one kid, and you go, hey, I've done this. Chris. Can you take this kid third hour and being observed? Yeah. And you go, yeah, no problem. Yeah. That's important. Because what's more important is, is that the hard work that you put into that lesson is now demonstrated. You feel more confident. And the kids get more out of it. The administration sees how hard you're, you're working. And it's a real picture of a classroom when you have engaged students because no classroom is a good classroom if the students aren't engaged. And that's one thing that I think all these so-called experts fail. You know, it's easy to say, well, if you do this, this, and this, you're going to get this. Yeah. That's not true. You mean those people making $20,000 to speak? Yeah. Those, those, those uh, professional developments where I hear, you know, hey, listen, da-da-da-da. And then you look at their criteria, and they're, they're at a private school. Well, hey, our kids aren't paying $50,000 a yeah. year to come to school. Or they've taught for like two years. Yeah, and they decided to write a book yeah. and get out of teaching. And now they're no longer in the classroom. Yeah. And that's something we're going to talk about next time is people that are in the classroom very short amount of times, and all of a sudden they're like, taking their, you know, they want to be a principal, they want to be admin, but they don't have that that classroom. And we'll, we'll, we're, next episode, we're going to talk about that, of why are you in why are you in education? Because you're only in here for two years, and all of a sudden you're going to become a principal and then a superintendent. Yeah. What's, you know, but, yeah, but that's exactly right is. I got a great, I got a great st- quick story for that. Go for I, it. I got it. Yeah. So anyway, I'm, I'm in my fourth year, and uh, my principal at the time, is, you know, he had been a coach. He had been an administrator for, you know, he taught in the classroom for probably 15 years before he went into administration. And when he went in there, he, he did the, you know, he did the athletic director's uh, uh, job first, and then he then he went into a principalship. A situation occurs. He's like, hey, it's happened to me 10 times, 20 times. It's happened to me before. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Here's what, hey, here, here's some things I found to maybe head this thing off. And that was it. That yeah. was it. Makes it a lot easier. Oh, my God. You talk about morale. I felt like, oh, God. I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one. I, You know, I didn't do something that was so crazy that I, you know, I uh, lit the candle on this thing. Yeah. And, I mean, it just made, you talk about morale. I always had that guy's back. 
Always had that guy. Yeah. And I've I've felt like I've I've always tried to have every administration's back. Even when I, I don't agree with their decision on a kid. I mean, if I, you know, if you like a kid and the administration said, no, we're going to go this route. Yeah. You got to defend them. You got to say, hey, bud, you sowed your own, you know, you blew a hole in your own boat. Yeah. And I, here's I, the I like you, but you made a stupid decision. Yeah. 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 He was he was a great principal to work for. Yeah. yeah he, he always was. felt like you could have that conversation with him and. Yeah. You know. So. He, he wasn't he he wasn't going to keep it uh, over over your head. He wasn't going to you know. Yeah, he's not putting it in his back pocket. Yeah, saving it. For, I mean, you could be completely honest, and yeah. he he got it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we'll talk about that next episode. So, um, usually at the end of the episode, we we talk about we let Justin talk about where he's at. Obviously, he's driving right now. He they're is, down in by, Texas by far. He does not. You know, you put him on this podcast. He needs to be taken off. <laughs> Hey, he'll be he'll be back next summer ish. He is not communicating very well. I want, when he re, when he hears this uh, podcast, and I want him to know that that I have thrown him in front of his bus, and at, I'm I'm making sure that all the tires hit him at 45 minutes and 22 seconds. Justin, you can listen to that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's definitely different with him being not here, but uh, it's a good way to start. It's fun, you know. It's a good start to the Sunday morning, right? Go and watch football after this and hang out. But uh, I'm going to be cleaning up my back. We got a snowstorm coming. I've got to get ah, everything off my patio. I might be calling you later to help me. So yeah, I need to clean up the garage so Morgan can park her car in there. Yeah. Um, anything else though? I I just got one. I just got one last thing that I'd like to to add to this, it, it, and it's just my two cents. If you're an administrator, if you're a, a teacher, um, I, I think the, the thing you've got to try is you've got to try to be positive. You got to realize that everything that you do in a building is incremental, whether you're teaching, whether you're, uh, you know, uh, um, instituting new initiatives. It takes time. It takes time for people to change. It takes, and it's 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 hard work, but it's good work. And working through these initiatives. If you're patient on both ends and both people are genuinely trying to get it done, let's have credit. Let's give credit where credit is due. Hey, I know you're trying. I need a little more. Hey, you're going above and beyond. That's just something that people don't do much anymore. I I try to say that when people, you know, like, like the, the young teacher that came in and, and really helped me with another student came in and said, Hey, I got this and this and this, and these are the things If he does these, you know, this will elevate his grade, get him in a foundation where he can get a really good grade. He went above and beyond. And I said, so, you know, I said, Hey man, you're, this is awesome. This is great. I can, I can get this thing done. And I, 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 I hope that that supports him down the road to be that optimistic can get it done. Understand that it's not going to be done overnight. And, uh, you know, I, I just think it's a, it, for him and I, we have, a, I think we have a better relationship. Like I, I know where he's coming from. Yeah. And, and I think that's, I like what you said there. And, and, and for any administration, I don't know if any admis, admin listen, probably not ours, I'm guessing, but any, like just out there is a simple, like you said, just if you pop in and say, Hey, appreciate you did this or Hey, is there anything you need from me? Yeah. Because, I mean, that goes so much farther than donuts and pizza. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah, everybody loves a free donut and a free slice of 
<clears throat> pizza, but just letting your teachers know that, hey, I'm here. What can I do for you? If you're, and here's, I'd like to add one little thing to that. You know, when it's Teacher Appreciation Week and you drive the cart around and you're giving coffee <clears throat> to everybody and you're, you're interacting with everyone and you're all smiles, how much better is that Teacher Appreciation Week if all, you know, throughout the whole school year you've had these little, hey, I think you're doing a heck of a job. Yeah. Hey, thanks. You know, and it, maybe it sounds like brown nosing, but I think it's important for teachers to say, hey, I appreciate you helping me today. Yeah. You know, and it goes both, it goes both ways. It does. And it's, yeah. hey, you know, they, they give you that. Well, that's my job. Eh, it's not really your, yeah. yeah, it is your job, but it's not, you didn't have to do, you did enough for me at this point in time. Take the damn compliment and recognize I appreciate you, and I want you, you know, I want you to do good anytime. You know, that is that is a great way to answer someone say, hey, thank you for doing this anytime. No problem. Yeah. No worries. It, it means more when they're not just stopping by your room for observations and coffee cart, like you said. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's yeah. interaction. It's Why did we get into teaching? It's not to have, you know, our own. It's not for the money. Well, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not for... Uh, to work by yourself. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's a great thing to end on is, yeah, young teachers, make sure you are reaching out to anybody, a fellow teacher in your curriculum, whatever it may be, um, if you need help with something or you need help with a student or you need just a break, hey, can you take them for five minutes? It's it's a rough period um, because that morale, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> that morale is huge, especially at this time. Winter's getting here. It's dark when you get to work. It's dark when you leave. It's you need to have that that community there. So, um, but we'll go ahead and sign off, and we will see you guys next time. Thanks a lot.